Our guest today is a real Bitcoin believer that has been spreading his passion for the technology for years. He's a co-organizer of the biggest Belgian Bitcoin community, P2P, and travels around the world to discover new evolutions in the sector and sharing his knowledge with others. He has written a Dutch-spoken book called Bitcoin for Beginners and has been given presentations and workshops around the world to businesses as well as Bitcoin communities with his company, Start to Bitcoin. Welcome to the Controverse, Levi Hagebaert. Welcome. Thank you for Hello. joining us. Hello, Bello. Hello, Tom. Thanks for the invitation. Thank you so much for being here. No problem. I'm uh, always happy to be here and uh, spread the word on, on Bitcoin <laughs> and <Right>. cryptocurrencies. <laughs> you mentioned uh, Bitcoin and you also mentioned uh, Dogecoin, which is another uh, kind of coin, right? But what for somebody who really doesn't know what cryptocurrency is, they've maybe heard of Bitcoin before, um, but you know, why does it have value? You know what I mean? Because obviously real money or, well, cash has, has in the earlier, earlier days been backed by gold and things like that. So it's, it's, had, mm. it ha it's had a reason to have value. Um, but why is crypto valuable and, you know, what makes it have value? Wow, that's a heavy question to start with. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I guess, a very fundamental thing as well. De definitely, definitely. But uh, there's a lot of answers in that question. Um, maybe, maybe let's let's start with with the the first question that you mentioned on, on the all, all different altcoins you have, the different cryptocurrencies you have. I think on on this point you have around uh, almost ten thousand different cryptocurrencies. You have a, a website called which is called CoinMarketCap.com, and you have a list of all the different cryptocurrencies over there, ranked on the um, the market value of it, which is Bitcoin on top. Then you have Ethereum, and then you have all the other ones, so the smaller ones at the bottom. Um, and there has been really an explosion of all different cryptocurrencies the last couple of years because it's an open and uh, technology that's accessible and available for everyone. So Bitcoin, it, uh, it, it's all started with Bitcoin. It's uh, invented by a, call, uh, a, a guy or a woman or a group of persons we don't know yet. Um, invented in 2009 and it's an open software so everybody could copy it and make some tweaks about it and just create its own cryptocurrency for example i created my own cryptocurrency as well it just takes oh. you five minutes it's it's so easy and everybody's doing it um and you have you, of course uh with each new technology you have a lot of um, scammers. You have a lot of people, uh, 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 yeah, scamming other people, which is uh, very sad, of course. Um, but they are also very interesting projects. Um, and what we see definitely with, uh, like the last boom, it was in 2017. Then you had the def the, the 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 new wave of new uh, 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 cryptocurrencies, which we called ICOs. ICO stands for Initial Coin Offering. Everybody could just create a coin and. And that's way they could um, fundraise money for their own projects instead of going through traditional uh, um, ways or, or, or finding investors or going to banks. They could just create their own coin, get the necessary funds for their project, and you could invest as an investor very easily in that project. Um, Ninety-five percent went went bust. Five. <laughs> some projects were very successful. Some some people believed in a certain project. And uh, and for some some great examples are for example Binance, mm -hmm. one of the biggest exchanges in the world, was launched through an ICO called BNB, which is now around it's, I think it's now three or four hundred dollars worth, 
Um, so, so this brings me to maybe the next uh, uh, next part of your question. Why does it have value? Well, it's simply the the um, the result of the uh, supply and demand. You have people believing in a certain project. There's a limited amount of coins. People buying it. Um, at at some point, people start. Uh, I, I made enough money, I want to sell it. You have other people willing to buy uh, that coin. And so you get a real market structure, just like you have on the stock market where, you, where people uh, exchange certain coins for each other. Um, the, the question is, this, this is now all living in, in cyberspace on the internet. Does it have real value in, in the outside world? Meaning that can you buy something in your grocery store? Well, not yet, I guess. <laughs> what is real, would Morpheus ask? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Thank you. But the what blue I'm also, pill or the red pill. <laughs> exactly. What I'm, what I'm also wondering with, with your explanation is, uh, you mentioned also stocks immediately. Um, so a question I wrote down in advance was, what is the difference then between crypto and a stock? Because I've heard, you know, uh, people even make distinctions uh, between different coins, calling one coin is like a currency because it's made for making quick transactions like you would do with the regular money. And there's other coins that are not really made for doing quick transactions, like I think Bitcoin uh, is often called something like a store of value where people put value in there. But it's not really made to be very flexible. There's high costs um, based on transactions, things like that. Um, so what, you, what would you say is the real difference between a crypto and a stock? Because I think a lot of altcoins, like you said, are made for investing into a project or a company like a stock would be, but under the veil of a, of a crypto. Uh, so what's the real difference between it then? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, stock markets are very regulated. Maybe we can start with this. Right. <laughs> the crypto industry isn't regulated at all. Um, so in, in, with the difference with the stock is that you, the, the, the company is issuing some kinds of shares, which is uh, limited, and you have some um, amount of um, voting power in that company. You're, you're buying a piece of that company. With altcoins, it's just one way, one way of fundraising for that uh, startup. What you often invest in startups, it's new projects, um, but it's not the same as as having um, uh, a voting power or a stock because you don't really have a share of that company. You're just having a token that they have issued uh, in order to fundraise, and that is then um, exchanged on the uh, secondary market, or for example, on exchanges where you can buy and sell those uh, tokens. So in that sense, it's it's quite different. Uh, it, there's, quite, there's a big difference, and as an investor, you have to be aware of that. That um, that it's very unregulated. That you have to, that you have to be careful. Um, huge profits can be made, but even bigger losses can be made as well. So uh, indeed, you have to be very, very uh, careful on that. And then um, you also mentioned that there, there's a difference in um, in cryptocurrencies. Well, there, there's indeed a big difference. Like the reason why all those cryptocurrencies boomed so much is. Um, everybody thought, well, we can invent the invent the Bitcoin 2.0. We will invent the new Bitcoin, the, the one that is better, and everybody will buy my coin. And uh, at some point, some people laughed at it, and, and they created meme coins, like Dogecoin, which is just based on a meme. And uh, it doesn't really have some 
tech, uh, uh, a lot of developers, a lot of community behind it. It's just some, some mean, which is now pumped by uh, Elon Musk lately. Um, but but a lot of um, uh, uh, entrepreneurs and and and, and visioners found like okay, we can do something different. And 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 you have a lot of nice of or very interesting coins. For example, you have privacy coins, which I think are very interesting. You have, for example, Monero, um, which. Uh, shares some basic of, of Bitcoin, but um, it's completely anonymous. And I think um, not because we are criminals, but because privacy, like in uh, one of your last podcasts, is, is, is very um, um, uh, um, uh, becoming important and, and there's becoming more and more awareness around it. Um, so I think also privacy coins, they have a, uh, a place in the market uh, of, of today. Um, and those use uh, a bit the same technology, but also some different technologies, um, which aren't just possible in Bitcoin, because like you mentioned, it's a bit older, it's a bit, um, it's less flexible to code with. Um, and then for example, you have another one, Ethereum, which is um, same transparency, not anonymous, but it gives developers more flexibility to program, to make applications on it. Um, uh, for example, if, if uh, Bitcoin is like a butcher knife, the Ethereum network is like a Swiss army knife. You have a lot of fancy stuff which you can do with it. And as a developer, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's very helpful. Um, but it also encounters more bugs. You have more problems probably with it. It's, it's, uh, so it, it all has its, its, its advantages and disadvantages, of course. Bitcoin is like iOS and uh, <laughs> Ethereum is like Android, I guess. <laughs> Maybe more like Linux. <laughs> Linux, uh, yeah, Linux is, Linux well, is a better example. Android runs on Linux. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, yeah. Great, wow. great. You got me there. <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> but but what, is, what is a privacy coin then? Because I thought that uh, the biggest premise of any cryptocurrency, including Bitcoin, was also anonymity. I know that for Bitcoin you can you can see all the transactions that happen from address to address. Uh, is it is it with the privacy coin not the case where you cannot see the transactions from address to address, or what is the difference then between those two? Mm -hmm, indeed, for example, with with Monero, um, you can't see anything from the outside. Um, oh, okay. You can't you can't see a transaction. You can't see uh, the address. You can't see uh, an amount that's being sent. You, you can't see you can't really see anything. Uh, well, in in the bit in the blockchain, um, of course, I'm now mentioning a new word. So <laughs> let me first explain it. So the blockchain is really like the um, uh, I'm, I'm looking for the English word like an accountancy um, a mechanism where you have all the transactions list list uh, on each other. So um, from the outside, you can see okay, this this person has does am that amount on bitcoins on his balance, um, and now he's sending this amount to that person. It's all registered registered in a public um, date the data um, um, uh, a ledger, public ledger. Let's call it that. Uh, and that's that's what we call uh, the blockchain. So that's very transparent and open for everyone. And well, um, that, that it has its advantages um, 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 because you can see a lot of, of of coins moving. Like traders, they love it because they really see. Oh, there's a lot of uh, coins moving from one wallet to another one. Is is there a big uh, a big institution buying or not? So you can really, as a trader. Um, uh, use those 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 swings to see what the what the market is doing. 
Um, it, goes, it gives also more insights on, 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 on certain uh, transactions. And as, an, um, as a regulator, it also is very helpful, of course, if you want to um, fight, fight against crime and, uh, and want to fight, uh, find some uh, people, from, for example, from the ransomware that uh, uh, has a lot of Bitcoins. You can really track those people and, 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 and cluster certain transactions and make sure, oh, um, this, this, this transaction is linked with this transaction and then it's sent through an exchange where they have certain identity attached to it. So they can like, uh, uh, make sure that some people uh, get arrested uh, f for these things. So this makes Bitcoin not anonymous, but more pseudonymous, making that it's, it's not that like there's a name attached to your address, but once you can have an, an identity attached to a certain transaction, you can know a lot of, 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 that, uh, uh, of, of that person's behavior. Um, with, with Monero or other, or like Zcash or Verge, Dash, there's all different kinds of anonymous coins. You, you can't really do that. It's, it's like a black box. It. <laughs> but I wonder also, can those companies themselves, like the company behind Monero, I suppose there's a company always going to be behind it, can, can they see the transactions themselves or do they just not publicize the ledger? No, <laughs> uh, the whole proof of, or the whole concept of, of, of decentralized currencies wouldn't make any sense if you have a, a company with just the key and then, then they can mm. unlock because uh, it will happen that a certain government will put enough pressure on that institution or organization to release some, some kind of information. So the whole point of, of, of a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or, or another anonymous cryptocurrency like uh, Monero is that there's no, there's no um, organization, there's, no, um, there's not really a central point where you can go to, knock on the door and say, hey, give me the, um, the keys to an, uh, an encrypt certain transactions or um, it, it, it's um, uh, maybe I, 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 I went a step uh, too fast over here, but um, the way on, on, on how cryptocurrencies work is that um, everybody you have the you have the users um, and and for to, to put it in in, uh, in some numbers, Bitcoin have for example around one hundred thousand users in the network. That's what I mean with users or nodes are like. Uh, participants, users that have the B Bitcoin blockchain running on their computer. I have, for example, the whole blockchain of Bitcoin running on my on my on my desktop, um, so I can have a, an overview of all the transactions that have been sent since the beginning of 2009. That means that all those other users are doing the same, and that creates the network. We all we all connected with each other, and we all have our own rules enforced on our on our on our computer we with our own software on our on our desktop we enforce certain rules and if 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 we for example all together say ah oh, we won't we, we don't want to have 21 million bitcoins but we want to change some rules to 22 bil, uh, million bitcoins for example um all the users have to come to a consensus and make sure that does that that those changes happen but it's not like a, a single company or, or 
or institution that has more power over other other ones. It's it's really a, a, a network of of users and nodes that are connected to each other, uh, and that can verify all all that is happening on their own. They are independent of someone else. Uh, I hope that uh, mm -hmm. uh, is a, is a bit more because I know that it can be a little bit abstract to to tell to talk about. No, this is this is amazing because most of the time when people talk about Bitcoin, they they uh fail to deliver exactly what you just delivered we I, it's super hard to understand why and what is it and where is it and everything and now i slowly start to understand why everyone is so behind the blockchain and everything just not for investing but because of the democratization and all the possibilities it opens up i guess Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no really the, the whole point of, of, of having a cryptocurrency is that there's no single point of failure. That's what they often call it. There's not like a bank where if they go in, def in, in, in default, like in, the, in a debt crisis or cer certain things happen, you're not depending on that on that one institution you have a network of, of nodes of users that all are running the same software and uh, you're relying on them and um, Uh, they has they have to happen a lot. For example, that the internet uh, goes bust or go offline before also Bitcoin goes offline. So it's a really strong network of of, of nodes of of users that all enforce the rules of of it. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I, I often I often um, uh, get, um, uh, um, just my microphone. I thought it was something with my microphone. No, um, I, I often compare it with like a football game. Mm -hmm. When 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 we look at, at at football, they are now playing outside over here. Um, maybe we can show it. They are playing football. Okay, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's an interesting office you got. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a nice office. <laughs> um, so Bitcoin I often compare with football, and it, it seems like a strange comparison. But um, in in football, we have. Um, We are all we are all aware of the rules that over there. We have one ball. We have uh, two goals, for example. And um, even if somebody wants to change the rules, that for example we are going to play with two footballs, everybody in the world say, "Hey, no, that that those are not the rules. We know the rules." Even if the even if the founder of football stands up and says, "Hey, I founded football and I want to change the rules," we're all saying, "Hey, go play your own game." We know the rules. And that's similar to Bitcoin. Bitcoin has certain rules embedded in it. For example, the most important rule is there are only 21 million Bitcoins. Those are those that's one of the fundamental rules in it. And all the users are have uh, that are running the software on the computer are uh, enforcing those rules on the network because everybody is using that same kind of rules. So there's no single identity that can say, hey, I want to change the rules. No, there has to be a consensus on on the whole network to say, okay, we are going to change it. And that's like in every dem democracy, um, uh, very uh, difficult and uh, a mm -hmm. lot of yelling and a lot of arguing and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's necessary. That's important. Okay. So I, I also sorry, Tom. Just one quick question. I always heard about the. It's like capped at a point for the the 21 million bitcoins that you said so technically it's possible to have 22 million a uh, billion or whatever um, was it million or billion but then million, it becomes a different million. coin but right? would it it, it would be point. technically possible but uh, it's like realistically not really possible right 
That's correct. In, I in see. Theory, in theory, it's possible if we will all agree, but <laughs> I, yeah. can, I, can, I, can mention, I can say it's 100% sure it won't happen. But in theory, it's possible that if ever, everybody agrees that, hey, we don't like it anymore, we want to have more Bitcoins, it, it can change. But like Tom said, it will be a different coin. For example, Litecoin is, is, uh, is, did that. Uh, Charlie Lee, the founder of, of Litecoin, mm -hmm. said um, Bitcoin is too slow. Uh, we need faster um, transaction times. So he increased everything by a factor of four. So you have 84 million Bitcoins. Um, the, um, instead of uh, the, uh, with the blockchain, you have blocks and those uh, go at a certain pace in the blockchain. That happens every 10 minutes. It's like a heartbeat of Bitcoin. All new transactions are confirmed in the network and those are structured in a block. In Litecoin, that's two and a half minutes instead of 10 minutes. So in Litecoin, everybody, everything is by a factor of four. So that's, for example, one example of like uh, an altcoin that existed with, in my opinion, not really a certain use case, just uh, that they are more. They, they, they sell it as, oh, we are the silver to gold or the silver to Bitcoin. But mm. yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, that's great marketing, I, say, I think. Okay. <laughs> so, so one of the other uh, ground um, marks I want to kind of lay down is, is obviously uh, the mining of uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, and I was wondering if you can also tell us a little bit more about, about the mining. Because I, I hear a lot when I read about mining that there also needs to be some kind of consensus. Uh, at some point. Is, is that correct? So how, how does it, in layman terms, uh, kind of work? How do you create a new coin? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, let's dive into the technical stuff now. It's one of the fundamentals. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> let's start mining. Um, yeah, okay, so mining is, is the concept of... of, uh, of, of, of uh, um, uh, we're, we're, so let me let me rephrase it. Miners are in fact companies um, that um, uh, mine new bitcoins. They they uh, they they um, uh, they find certain or they solve certain uh, um, uh, uh, um, equations. Or equations, like yeah. <laughs> sorry, equations. And uh, for for that, they get a reward. So why are you, are they doing that? Mining happens or it's necessary to get a consensus on the network. So again, you have that those 10,000s of computers all around the world running their software. It's a complete chaos of transactions that are happening because he's sending transactions and the other side of the world is sending transactions. You have all those transactions happening. What miners are doing, they're like the accountants. They make sure that those transactions happen in a certain order because that's important. It's not that you can, uh, because otherwise you can say, hey, I have one Bitcoin on my wallet and I will send someone over there and one, the same Bitcoin to over there because, well, there's not really a structure. So what miners are doing is they make sure that those transactions happen in a, say, in a, in a certain order and they group them together. And that's what we call a block. That's what, and the, so the block chain is a chain of blocks. So every 10 minutes you have a new block happening, which is built on top of the other one. And they have an, um, an, uh, uh, a string to each other, or they are linked to each other, and that's why we call it blockchain. Miners, they are in competition with each other to find that next block. So you really have to see it as a race. Miners, they want to find that next block, because once they do, they get new Bitcoins for it. 
And at this point in time, they get 6.25 Bitcoins for each new block they find. So you have miners in China, you have miners in North America, you have miners in Iceland and South America, all competing for that same next block. It's a race every 10 minutes. And so it's on average. Yeah. Every, every 10 minutes, six times $30,000 are created <laughs> is that 6.5 it's a it's a great business model <laughs> we need to stop podcasting start mining yeah what are we doing over here okay sorry i interrupted it's, you no it's 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 a big it's a big business it's a, it's a lot of money um but uh, what i have to mention and that's what you probably already saw on the news um they spent a lot of energy to, to, to do this. So mm -hmm. it's not that that the, it's 100% profit. Um, they have to buy the necessary hardware. Uh, you really have to see it as data centers, the size of Google's or Facebook's with all specialized equipment in it that are solving uh, those equations. And uh, those equipment uses a lot of energy. Um, to give you uh, some numbers, at this point, it, the whole Bitcoin network uses the same amount of energy as a, a country like Norway, which is 113 terawatts on, on a yearly basis. So it's a lot, wow. um, but you have to think about what it is solving. You have a political neutral currency, which is independent or state or, or, or state of government. Hmm. And you have to have, it has to be backed by something and it's backed by energy. Um, so maybe to come back on 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 um, on the miners. Um, so so uh, I will I will round it up because otherwise we can go very into the into the details of it. Um, but um, those miners, um, I just lost my uh, my case now. <laughs> um, they are confirming they're in the race against each other. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So uh, what I wanted to mention is they are uh, competing to each in, uh, against each other. Once they find a new block, they send it through the network. They send it out to all the participants in the network. So those, those 10,000 participants, and, they, and they, they, they say, hey, I found a new block. Will you verify it for me? And all the participants in the network will see, hey, you have found a new block, which is which is um, uh, which which follows all the rules that we enforce as as our own. It, for example, it it makes sure that uh, it has 21 million bitcoins, that transactions are signed appropriately, uh, um, all kinds of rules that are being checked. And once it's uh, approved, that new block is attached to the blockchain, and all the miners start again. <laughs> the, old, the other miners say, oh, fuck, he found it. <laughs> and then the new miners start going again. And it's, it's really every 10 minutes. And so the miners need those participants and the participants need the miners to create order in the, in, the, in the chaos. But the miners need the nodes or the participants to approve them. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it seems um, complex, but it's very elegant and nicely uh system um which is in my opinion really a masterpiece what satoshi nakamoto did uh. <laughs> so there's one thing i guess i don't understand quite yet uh you said that a block is a series of transactions that are linked to each other is that how i have to see a block so mm -hmm. how, how do you find a new block because it's it's all these transactions in the ledger 
And it's then like, uh, w w how, what what defines a block? Is it a certain series or a certain what 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 is? Yeah. <laughs> I still don't quite grasp what it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not like a physical block. Eh? It's digital. Yeah, sure, so it's... of course. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I don't imagine someone with a pickaxe uh... <laughs> like 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 Lego blocks on each other. It's ones no. and zeros, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I understand, but but you said it was a series of transactions, right? In in a ledger. Con connected by a chain and then at a certain point it becomes a block but but how do you yeah. discover a chain of transactions that it's mm. that's traversing a network that's mm. that's still something that i can't quite mm. grasp yeah so so those blocks you really have to see it as a basket where all the transactions are in they can be all mixed to each other but um once that those transactions are in that block they have they everybody agrees they happen they all happen on that same on that same uh, time frame. Um, and when I mentioned the ledger, you have to see those blocks as like different pages. If you have like a ledger with different pages, each block is like a new page on your ledger. And each time you, you go to a new page on your ledger with all the transaction in it. And um, the important thing is, is when you're sending a transaction or when you're receiving a transaction, it's, it's only final or it's only confirmed once it is in an in a block once it's approved by everybody mm. but because otherwise it's just floating or somewhere it's it just oh the network knows you have sent the transaction but not nobody has actually approved it it's not that somebody has checked it that you're for example not double spending it that you're not uh, double spending the same coin to someone else so mm. that's why you you have to have a confirmation in the network um that everybody agrees oh that guy sent a transaction and everybody sees that he had the same amount on his balance mm. and now he's sending that to another one and blah 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 so i hope that makes yeah. a little bit more clear i think uh, yeah, i think <laughs> i understand maybe uh, if i may test my knowledge or my understanding it's like it's it puts together, let's use a simple example of Tom has a bit, one Bitcoin, he sends it to me and you have, uh, I have two Bitcoin and I send them to you and, and or whatever. In total, it has to uh, uh, come to a total of 21 Bitcoins. And if all the machines are doing the calculations and one paper has all our transactions in it, but it's 22 bit, uh, million Bitcoins. So it says, no, this is not a real, real block. Everybody will reject it then. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then until one finds it, like your miner finds it and it all adds up, like Tom's transaction is in there, yeah. my trans, and it equals to, okay, I see all the at, rules. At, and at each point in time, you know exactly how many till uh, eight zeros behind the, the comma, exactly how many Bitcoins they are in the system. It's really that transparent and open. So it's not, uh, uh, yeah, you can do really uh, accurate calculations on it, on how many there are. I, I have another question about the mining thing, because you say every time a block is confirmed, 6.5 Bitcoins are rewarded, I guess, you know, for, or is it rewarded or created? How, how does it work? They are created out of thin air. So it's 6.25 Bitcoins every 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's just created out of thin air. Well, thin air. Everybody, the whole network agrees on it, that it, that's, that's the amount, 6.25. It's not thin air, it's energy, I guess. Yeah, but. It's digital, I thought. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. It's, it's energy. They are, they are, yeah, they are created uh, because miners do the necessary work. And in 
for the work they did, for the energy they um, used to secure the, the, the network, because mm -hmm. miners secure the network um, by creating that order of transactions, mm -hmm. um, they get rewarded with 6.25 Bitcoins every, with every new block. Um, but an important aspect that I, I forgot to mention is that um, is that um, at some point we, we reached the cap of 21 million. That's what so, I wanted to ask. Exactly. Okay, so great. What, happen, <laughs> what happens then? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, is the network so, not secure anymore? Then, <laughs> because nobody cares about validating no. it anymore. We're gonna have the consensus that we need 42 million bitcoins. Oh, oh shit! No, <laughs> no we, we totally we, we totally forgot. <laughs> how, how could we be so stupid? Um, no, so 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 to reach that cap of twenty one million, um, every four years, um, those uh, those uh, rewards are being are being um, sliced into. They are being halved. That's that's what you call the halving, and every Bitcoiner loves it because the issuance of new coins. They, they 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 get being uh, halved every four years. So in so we the previous halving was in May 2020. Then we went then we went from 12.5 bitcoins to now 6.25. Ah. In the year 2024, we will have again the um, the uh, 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 halving. And so every four years, the the the, the there is an, a halving until the year 20. Um, 2140 that's on average a calculation and then all the bitcoins are being mined which is 21 million um but bitcoin doesn't stop existing then of course uh, miners have two ex incentives first they have the rewards and secondly they get the fees of transactions so all the ah. transactions that are bundled into a block into that basket those transactions also have a fee attached to it and that fee goes also to the miner. So miners get fees and uh, the new bitcoins. So they have an incentive to get as much uh, transactions into their into their blocks because then they get also more fees. Mm, I see. So in in um, I for just forgot my question, but it was about um, the miners. Do yeah? Do all the miners get the, the the fees? Is it divided upon all miners, or is the one who finds the block? It's the one the who fees. finds the it's the one who finds the block. It's, it's I see. you have you have all different miners. Like I mentioned, you have you have a big you have a, a lot of different miners in China, different companies. Mm -hmm. You have the one in Iceland. You have now North America, Dakota. You have also Texas coming up. Uh, you have a South America. So you have all different companies, mm -hmm. um, and they all um, mining for that same block. So it's really a competition. Now uh, I understand why they they call it the gold rush or the new gold era because it's yeah. really it's crazy. So everyone's trying to find the huge gold nugget and go home, like oh, come <laughs> back, <laughs> like, bring it yeah, back and, home. And, and, and yeah, and then and then they still ju they, they just start again and again yeah. and again and again. Uh. Crazy. So so Levy, do you think there will be a point for these miners with all these halvings happening where it will not no longer be uh, economically feasible? To, to do any kind of mining, or do you think, um, it, because if it's get if it's getting so hard to actually acquire a block, and then you get of course the transaction fees for it afterwards, but I can imagine now there are companies that have maybe mined 100 blocks or something like that, uh, and and they can they are con con continuously getting a lot of transaction fees, but at some point it's gonna it's gonna become very hard for example for, for example for a new company to start or for to 
you know, for to keep mining, will it still be economically viable, you think, at some point? Well, uh, at this point in time, we see a lot of new miners coming up. Um, so, so the last couple of months, we, we had a, a rush of all new companies backed by a lot of VC money, a lot of capital going on. Um, because the price went really fat, went really, uh, uh, really pumped the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, while the difficulty on, on finding a new block didn't go that fast. Uh, uh so, um, so it, at this point in time, the, um, the, the profitability of finding a new block is really high. Um, of course the difficulty it changes it, it's not fixed for example 10 years ago you could just mine bitcoins on your on your desktop it was mm. that easy you i had a colleague have, doing that <laughs> well indeed uh, if if you would have the same difficulty all the all the all the bitcoins would already be mined so so the diff so the difficulty of finding a, a block it changes every two weeks and then it gets uh it gets uh, uh, a reset um harder or less harder it depends on how many miners they are in the network um but um it's it's a great question uh what you ask because um it it, it could happen for example that miners um uh that that the that the uh, that the difficulty becomes too high or that the energy price becomes too high and that it's not any any more feasible um that's that's the that's the point that we could for example see the hash rate drops that we saw the hash rate is is the difficulty that I, I mentioned to so it could and and then it becomes more feasible again um it could also happen for example that the fees of bitcoin transactions rise and while the um while the rewards uh half every four years so mm. the transaction fees have to compensate in some way to each other that's why um i don't believe that bitcoin in this form will be uh, a, a payment network because um we won't pay 10 or 15 dollars for or euros for every transaction we do once we do once we, we want to do a coffee but it's necessary this amount of fees if you want to have a secure network where miners get a, a good reward for it um, so it, it's 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 still not um, uh, sure how how this will play out in the future. Um, my opinion is that um, at some point we will reach a cap where the where the the difficulty and the and the entrance of new miners will 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 decrease. Um, that uh, it won't use any more energy because we reach a, we reach a, a, a plateau. Um, and and that mine and that fees on transactions have to start rising um we, we see it at this point at this point um i did a bitcoin transaction yesterday i paid around eight eight euros for the transaction so it's it's really expensive while in a bear market two years ago you paid like i don't know 10 cents 15 euro cents for a transaction so it really depends on how many people wants to have their <coughs> transactions into that mm. block mm. And to raise those uh, prices of the of the transactions, there would also need to be consensus again in the network, I guess about that. Or how how does that unfold? How how do you say okay, now we have to raise the the currency prices? What do you mean with currency prices? Uh, sorry, the, 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 the transaction the price. transaction prices. I mean, ah, for because the you, for the fees. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you said the transaction fees have to rise when the mining of blocks is no longer that feasible then we will see a rise in in uh transaction fees because they still need compensation for the amount of power they're using so i suppose there also needs to be a consensus in the network about the percentage of transaction fees or how do the transaction fees actually go up and down 
Well, that's something that you can decide as a user. When you're sending a transaction, you have the you have the option to um, have your transaction uh, quickly sent, where you pay higher fees, or you have the option to pay low fees, and then then it it takes a little bit more time because you have to remember that miners they 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 can choose which transactions they want to pick in their blocks, so they pick the those transactions who come with the highest transaction fees. So as a user, you can say, hey, I I only want to pay one euro. Most miners will say, hey, we don't we don't want your transaction unless there are no other transactions available. Um, but if you say, hey, I, I want to I want to have my transaction very fast, very, very quickly confirmed, um, then you pay a high transaction fee. So as a user, you can do this in your own wallet. Um, every Bitcoin wallet has that option. How, how expensive do you want your transaction fees? So there's not really a consensus necessary for that. That's, that's just one part of how the, the whole system works. And miners are just incentivized to, to, to put those transactions who comes with the highest fees because then they get more rewards, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that yeah, makes sense. Uh, it yeah, it yeah, all, sure. all makes it's, sense it's now. Whole, <laughs> yes, it's, but it definitely it's so, makes sense. It's so, thank you for explaining it to us because now I finally start to understand why, why all the hype and everything. But I think we have we have a lot of questions, and I I don't even think we've touched we've touched two of our questions. But it's been going 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 so well already. So uh, I don't know what we do. I have one spontaneous question, maybe, but I I also want to uh, no, go for it. It's okay. all fine. Go for it. Go spontaneous so, question. Um, now I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not that important. <laughs> no, it, it was it was not that important. It will come back uh, anyhow. It's it's just so if you have something in mind uh, or if you have something planned, Tom, you you take it ahead. Otherwise, sure. yeah, yeah. I have. I mean, I have. I have a, still a bunch of questions. <laughs> I could keep going for uh, quite a while, I think. Um, but uh, one of the questions that was kind of. Uh, burning uh, was um, that uh, we saw obviously a huge peak uh, not so long ago, which is now kind of dropping off again, um, which seems to happen every couple of years. You see this peak and then a big drop and then a big peak again, which is even bigger and then the next one. Uh, but now we saw a really, really big one with the entire uh, crypto market cap, like on cryptomarketcap.com, uh, the website that you mentioned before, uh, the uh, total market cap was over $2 trillion dollars the entire cryptocurrency market okay it's the entire market but still two trillion dollars is a massive amount of of money of course um and i think it's it's way beyond what we've seen before so um what i'm wondering do you think uh with such a big investment that's being made worldwide uh are we the the peaks can't I don't think they will keep going even bigger. I don't think oh. we'll see ten trillion dollars in the in the cryptocurrency market. If you look at the total amount of money in the world, it's it's already a, a massive chunk of it. So no, it isn't. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. The two 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 bill uh, two trillion market cap is just the same as Apple. The 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 the, the market cap of of the of of Apple. The, 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 the biggest uh, company, company in the world. The biggest company <laughs> is is also uh, 1.8. Uh, I thought last week 1.88 trillion. Okay. So, but that's just um, one company, of course. That's just one company, yeah, of course, right. indeed. So the entire stock market of all the companies is uh, on on estimate uh, 100 trillion. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the bond market. So so bonds are like a double or triple of that. 
um, the, uh, the, for example, the, um, uh, the gold market, all the gold accumulated together is around 10 trillion. So even, uh, so, um, Two trillion is is just peanuts in in the financial world. It's just <laughs> nothing. That's also the reason why it's it's so. I think I have to go now. It's like <laughs> it's not my will. To... <laughs> it, it, it it seems so high, and it's it's the same with the price of Bitcoin. It's like oh yeah, Bitcoin. It, it's 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 thirty forty thousand. Whoa, it, it's just lunatic. Well. I I already heard that five years ago when Bitcoin yeah. was was five thousand. Whoa. 5,000. Last year it was was 500 or 800 euros. It's it's too 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 expensive. I won't buy it. Well, no, it's 30,000. It's it's just because you don't see um, uh, the the potential of it, um, uh, the potential of Bitcoin where it could grow, uh, because those numbers are still very low. For example, in my opinion. Bitcoin is, 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 is the digital equivalent of gold, but it's better than gold. So even if it wants to have, if it becomes the, 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 the gold of the 21st century, that means a Bitcoin price of half a million dollars. And then it's just, the market cap is gen, just the equivalent of gold. So uh i think we are still very early because uh if you look at like the companies that are going the institutional adoption that's happening at the moment they all recognize that bitcoin is a better form than than gold it's it's a it's a superior um store of value than gold because it's it's more durable it's trans it's transportable it's uh it's it's more scarce it's digital, um, so it has a lot of advantages which gold doesn't have. Mm. What I'm, what I'm also wondering in this case is also, um, I'm always thinking about, you know, how are we going to use this in in our real lives? You know, if I always think, if we want to, go, if if we want to see the price of Bitcoin go even higher into into even you know hundreds of thousands, uh, like you said, it needs a market cap of gold. I'm always thinking about, yeah, then it needs widespread adoption or a way to actually use it but then again i think about gold and i mean you can't go into a store with a gold bar and buy something <laughs> either so, <laughs> scrape a little bit off and <laughs> to, to the cashier so um so yeah i do understand what you mean that there's that there's still a big potential even though it's more of a store of value right now than an actual mm -hmm. currency yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it becoming a, a real currency. Not, not, not in this, not, the, not, in, not within the next ten years or something. Um, it, it's not, it just the mind. Sh First of all, you have the technology. The technology isn't ready for worldwide adoption. Bitcoin can only process seven transactions a second. That's that's nothing. Visa does like twenty, twenty-five thousand a second. So, so the technology isn't ready. It's like trying to to watch Netflix on the internet um, uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the early 90s. So it's just not ready for that. And then you have the perception, um, a lot of people um, think, still think, oh, it's not tangible. You can't really uh, take it home, the Bitcoins. It's, 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 it's created out of thin air. It's um, uh, money based on the internet, created through algorithms. It's just not, not what people uh, think of money, which should be uh, issued by a government. So I think because of two, those two reasons, um, we will see a lot of volatility still. 
uh, we don't we won't see it be, uh, becoming a real medium of exchange and i don't think that's a problem um i think currencies still have a, a, a place in our society um uh it, it just make sure that um uh, governments um are more um how do you how do you pronounce um uh put in place that uh, they don't create too much currency that they just mm. don't put too much euros and dollars where it's becoming worthless because we always have the option to go to, to something that is scarce that's why a lot of uh, investors now see bitcoin as a as a hedge against potential inflation mm. uh, where, where prices rise and i think that's a very important use case um even it even if it doesn't look look that sexy and uh, there's not a lot of apps be, being built on it a lot of big companies are sitting on a lot of cash for example like tesla microstrategy and all those pension funds they are sitting on a lot of cash but if we have an inflation of five or ten percent each year they are sitting like on a on a melting ice cube the the money that they have is really <laughs> melting under their under their uh, on their on their bank account. So, um, at, and that and that's uh, in that opinion, I think um, Bitcoin uh, is is on is deliberately not flexible. It's it's great in what it is, and I think uh, we just should wait when more money fl is flowing in, and that's. Mm -hmm right what we see what that's what we are seeing uh, at this moment so perhaps we should think we should wait for uh, for a good altcoin to to pop up that actually could be used as as currency uh, <laughs> perhaps well the, the dm of facebook eh? the new uh, the Lib it's called the libra but now they have rebranded it to D to dm uh, which is a stable coin now eh? facebook <laughs> yeah for example yeah, i guess i don't know if i want to really put my money in facebook like that but okay me, but me neither <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like decentralized to me um well well it's it's they really tried they really yeah? tried yeah yeah it's it's i'm not sure <laughs> okay. I, I read i read the white paper of of the of the libra and it's it's really advanced it's really they really try to do it as uh, decentralized as possible, but still work within the frames they, they have to do. Um, like, for example, 100 companies that each has 1% of the voting rights in the consensus. Um, so it, it's, it's not that bad. Um, but of course, it's a privacy issue. I won't trust them with anything of my money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you remember your question, Bell? Uh, it was already <laughs> it was already answered by your question because my question was uh, only okay. I heard uh, I was sometimes listening on Clubhouse uh, conversation. Maybe you know about all the Clubhouse Bitcoin talks where where they they create these clickbaity titles and then they start uh, speculating how far it will go. And people were actually mentioning that the, they estimate the Bitcoin to be at least 1 million, worth $1 million per coin. And I wanted to ask you if you think that's realistic, but you already quite answered it, so. 1 million, is it's definitely possible. Um, I, 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 my target, I think, is definitely half a million. That's That's, then it just becomes the equivalent of gold. Um, I think that's very reasonable. Um, One million, that would mean a market cap of $20 trillion of Bitcoin. Um, then it already has the potential of knocking off governments because like the dollar and is, is just 
all the dollars in the world and the m2 supply is just um uh, 80 uh, trillion so it's then like a quarter of, of all the dollars in the world so then it it's then it's not becoming a small fish and at, at that point in time I, I, uh, we will see harder regulation and really government stepping in i guess so yeah that becomes very dangerous territory but this is a good moment because that's another question that i i had and i think tom also wanted to ask that question mm -hmm about government cryptos and government regulations and i i don't know maybe we have on our talking points list digital yen um and also in china they reward you with a new system based on your behavior where you you, you you're kind of ba uh, paid in crypto and everything what do you think about these kind of projects mm -hmm. Um, well, it, it is, it's the same point we already addressed. I think the privacy issue is a very important one. Um, mm -hmm. Once you get like that behavior economics, where you, for example, um, some people are rewarded for certain actions, that can be becoming very dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, oh, you 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 voted for that political party, or you or you you funded some some kind of I don't know. Uh, another political party or an organization that the government doesn't like oh let's let's um uh, let's uh, uh, make sure you pay higher interest rates for now on on your mortgage i don't know mm. um it, it's you 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 really you're not really sure what's what's happening and and the same thing is with with all those um rewards um it seems addictive but what is really happening is they create extra coins out of thin air so that's really stealing of all the money that there's already there is it's it's really it's really inflation because they're creating extra coins and they distribute it to each other it's really taking money of the of the people already because mm -hmm. there's just becoming more money into circulation and that means uh that money becoming is becoming uh less valuable mm -hmm. um so I'm not really a big fan of, of those things. This is really funny to me. All these things that you just said can also be applied to all the <laughs> national currencies, <laughs> like the dollar and the euro, <laughs> everything like that. So I guess this this has got to start and get people thinking already, because simply all these things like, the, well, I, I suppose the government can already see what we spend our money on and, and things like that. So if they want, they could probably already do these things even without like national crypto um but also a question that i had about about regulation is uh we talked a bit about the, how the blockchain works and that it's decentralized and everybody needs to come to a consensus so um it seems very hard for governments to regulate it in some way or do you think do, do you do you have any idea or you probably heard stories about how governments could potentially regulate a, a bitcoin or any cryptocurrency and how how do you think they would try to do that with such a decentralized uh, system mm -hmm. i already scratched my head a, a lot on it because <laughs> I, I, I can imagine <laughs> yeah it's 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 something when i once once i started in, in 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 bitcoin which was like the end of 2016 the beginning of 2017 it, it was also the, the first thing that pops into my head okay governments will step in they don't like it they will they will shut it down they didn't and i'm and now they are too late it's mm. be, it's it's becoming if you want to attack the government uh, the bitcoin you have to spend as much energy as like norway for example <laughs> so <laughs> okay yeah 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 so so that's that's the amount of energy 
yeah. that is necessary to attack the network. That that, oh. that um, apart from that, you also have to buy that hardware. And I'm not sure if you follow the news, but of course, um, yeah. Man, man, yeah, manufacturers of of Intel, Nvidia, they already mentioned we don't have enough chips. So even if they want to attack it, they, there's just not enough um, uh, chips producers in in the world to to create all those specified hardware for it. So in that sense, I was like. Okay, they now they are too late. If they really wanted to attack it, they should do it a couple of years ago, but they didn't um, because, well, the government isn't, in my opinion, just not coordinated or enough to to mm -hmm. to, to do something on a global basis. Mm -hmm. uh, see, well, um, so I, I think in, in terms of really shutting it down, and 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 I'm like, why would they shut it down? Um, because they don't like it. Well, we live in an open society where everything is being discussed. Um, they don't really have a valid point on shutting it down at this point in time because there are not a lot of criminals using it. Uh, only the, la the latest number says 0.34% of all transactions are for illicit activities. So, so that's also not a valid point. Um, but what they could do is really disencourage or, or, or people of investing it by raising taxes on it if you if yeah. you for example um uh, bought bitcoin well you have to pay i don't know a ludicrous um, high amount of, of taxes on it and um, that's what what we now saw uh, what joe biden wants to do also on on the stock market where you go to 40 percent on short-term gains of it um so you can potentially see becoming more of that um, what we saw in Holland is that um, in the new anti-money laundering um, uh, 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 regulation um, in, Go in Holland, they now have to, well, they, they, they had to, um, every user on an exchange had to uh, verify that a certain address is, is theirs. Mm -hmm. So you had to take a print screen of your wallet saying, hey, this is my address, and then send it through that exchange with maybe your, your, your head next to it. Uh, ludicrous things that, that, that people, yeah, photoshopped and all kinds of things, of course. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. Well, it, it's, it's just ludicrous. And, um, and, and, and they, they, they took it to court and the court gave them, uh, the, uh, they won the case because uh, uh, they said, okay, this, is, this, this doesn't make any sense. So, so we can see more that kind of regulation really um, making sure that people are, uh, that it becomes too difficult for entrepreneurs to do something to, um, to investors to say, oh yeah, you have to pay high taxes on it. Um, I, I've, I don't know really, but from a technical standpoint, I don't really see how they are going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, you have a lot of miners publicly now you have around, I just looked it up. I think you have six or seven companies miners on the on the stock market where you can buy shares of them so they are public listed companies oh. um yeah you have like wild blockchain <laughs> hut 8 you can look them up marathon uh, you can look them you can buy shares of them so then you're like investing indirectly in in miners or in, in bitcoin mining like just like you would invest in gold miners um b because they are they are public because you can really reach out to them that's also vulnerable because then you can just look all the miners up and 
give them uh, send them a letter that they have to stop doing what they are doing and <laughs> um, that's that's maybe a potential risk but then then you also have mining pools where you have like a miner but it exists in 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 uh, in reality of 10,000 other miners who are collecting all their equipment together and they form one miner so Oh, it, it's really difficult uh, to, on how they do it. I'm just, I'm also not really sure. Um, I won't, I'm, I'm not too afraid of it at this moment. I think we have uh, more threat at this, at this moment, like Elon Musk, which should start building cars and not <laughs> uh, bashing on, on Dogecoin and Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> but which, yeah. uh, if we stay at the government thing, one thing is always happening. I think I saw it happening in 2017, at the end of 17, I guess, when China banned crypto exchange, especially Bitcoin exchange, right? Wasn't it? Now I, I read somewhere that it happened again. And we always see it in the in the curves. So, what do you what do you say about this? Is it just people being emotional and scared, or? Yeah, mostly indeed. Um, that's also the reason because because of the last uh, of, of the big drop this this weekend on Sunday we got we we still we also got a, a drop of uh, almost twenty percent. We went to twenty five twenty six thousand euros per Bitcoin. Um, And, and that was one of those reasons because um, a, a high official in China said that they were going to uh, um, regulate the mining and that uh, they wanted to shut down the, the miners. Like you have a lot of miners in Mongolia, for example, in Qingyang, uh, a lot of those provinces. Um, and, and a lot of Chinese investors are, of, of course, scared, like, okay, um, because the, 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 China, the, the Chinese official also mentioned, I forgot his name, um, that um, also platforms and exchanges will be shut down. So a lot of people said, okay, shit, I have to really sell my coins and get back to, into fiat uh, before they... Mm. Um, uh, so that's one of the reasons but then we saw yeah other people of the world buying the dip and then it was already uh, restoring <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course uh, always buy the dip buy the dip <laughs> that's good advice here on the controversy <laughs> always buy the dip hodl uh what other advice do you have don't give in to fat uh, all these uh, crypto terms what, don't be what, a don't be a back don't be a back what is a back holder Don't be a backholder. What's a backholder? <laughs> Having shit coins in your portfolio. Ah, okay. Oh, like like, like Bell, for Doge, example. Like Doge. <laughs> you're holding the bag. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's crypto slang. Okay. Uh, one one other famous is uh, is uh, is Ran Lambo. <laughs> Ran Lambo. What's that? So uh, it's like when moon, when Lambo. So it's it's uh, the hashtag that's often used of when can you buy a, a, a Lamborghini with your bitcoins? Ah. <laughs> when is it high enough that you can buy an, a, yeah. a Lamborghini with, the, you, with the, one the, bitcoin? The Lambo price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Lambo. <laughs> I see. So after this episode is over, I'm gonna put all my savings into Bitcoin. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so this if, is this is not financial <laughs> advice. We have to make sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Not financial yeah, advice. No. no. But, We're just um, joking, and obviously, all of the times it's just our personal thoughts yeah. we're sharing. In, we're not, yeah, indeed, informational, 
inf- informational just for entertainment <laughs> purposes exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we should so, have a disclaimer in the beginning warning yeah <laughs> maybe but if if someone was so entertained uh, by this podcast and they want to buy some uh, some actual cryptocurrency um what makes a good crypto exchange because you obviously have to go to an exchange and buy one uh, and i see on start to bitcoin you have a partnership it seems with uh, with a certain uh, crypto exchange but what for you makes a good crypto exchange what should people look out for if they want to uh, exchange bitcoin um i think the most important uh, thing you do is is just look at on, on reviews and like the track record is that exchange already long in business um, don't buy bitcoins on an exchange that uh, uh, that that maybe exists only for a couple of months and is registered in I don't know Dubai or something um, yeah, why why I, I I'm just wondering why would you do it <laughs> because the yeah. biggest exchanges <laughs> the biggest exchanges in the world Coinbase Kraken for example Binance um they, they have the lowest prices except for coinbase they are yeah. coinbase is a bit more expensive they have fees uh i think it's two percent or one and a half percent um but like kraken and binance they have fees which you pay only 0.25 percent so they're like big exchanges a lot of liquidity low prices low fees um i would just go for for those ones um uh, and don't go for for smaller ones um because I still have a lot of people coming to me, hey, I bought Bitcoin on this platform. Like, huh, what? How did you find it? I, I never heard about it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why would you do it. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't try to reinvent the wheel and just go to like one that already has a long track record. Okay. Okay. Well. We have almost ran out of our questions. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, almost, almost. one one thing, one thing. Yeah, I mean, you're associate, right? The one topic which is not really cryptocurrency, but then again, it is. And I hear a lot also on my clubhouse sessions. I heard that when I entered Bitcoin groups and someone asked about it, they said, "No, no, we don't do NFT here." So the topic is <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> Can you tell us something about? NFTs and their relevance in the crypto yeah. game. So, so each in each cycle of the, the the cryptocurrencies, you have some kind of new thing going on. In 2013, it was altcoins. Everybody was copying the Bitcoin code base and creating their own coins. In 2017, you had ICOs, initial coin offering. Everybody was creating new coins based on other platforms such as like Ethereum, where you can create new coins. Now we have NFTs, which stands for non-fungible tokens, which mean you can have ownership of a digital asset. And it means non-fungible, which means you can't really um, uh, change ownership. you can't really fung- fungible? No, how do you say it like in English? Like break it <laughs> in, in pieces, right? This yeah, is the way I understand it. It's, 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 an, it's a unique piece it's non-fungible so it means it's unique and only you have it um so you can have like a digital piece of art and you have the certificate the nft of that uh piece of art um for example the 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 big boss of twitter jack dorsey sold his first tweet for was it 2.5 million dollars something like that and so you you could have the ownership of that first tweet what do you do with it? I don't know. I don't have a clue. Okay, I see. I <laughs> yeah, see. You, 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 yeah. you just have the ownership. Like, this is my tweet. 
well, yeah, it's just on Twitter. <laughs> you just can Google it and, and also see the tweet. It's, so yeah, it's uh, there. There are probably some use cases in it, um, and and uh, uh, but it's still very early stage. Um, what I uh, what I like is uh, uh, because I have an NFT myself. Um, is is a project called Decentraland. Maybe if you you've mm-hmm. heard, I heard of it. it, yeah, I heard of yeah. it. So it's like a complete virtual world, like The Sims or Second Life. Um, you can buy ground, uh, buy 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 a piece of land. You can buy build a house in it. You can even go to parties with live DJs. You can sell your art in, uh, in exhibitions. You can. Uh, it's it's really a virtual world, and the currency that is used in that virtual world is mana, and mana is an NFT. So. I, I, I personally, I like that project because it has a lot of adoption. It's really tangible. You really see it. There's a lot of people going through it. Um, you have a lot of big platforms also advertising now on it because yeah, you have a lot of people go, passing by on the plaza, which is the main um, mm. uh, district on, on this central. And so it's, it's really evolving very quickly. And that's an example on a, of an NFT. But more of that i am also not an expert on it <laughs> f tones in the chat is asking is the point of nfts that it doesn't exist in the physical world question mark uh indeed it, it doesn't so so the question it doesn't exist in the physical world yeah i, I don't know if you see it yeah. up there so uh do you see my mouse up, okay ah, yeah yeah oh, sorry, is yeah, the yeah. point of nfts is that it doesn't exist in the physical world. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the real point, um, but indeed it, it doesn't. Ex- yeah, you can't have ownership of a thing in a physical world with an NFT. It, it, it has to be attached to that um, digital asset mm-hmm. um, because it, it's, it's also using blockchain technology for it. So you really can prove ownership of a certain asset if it's if it's something from a physical asset, well, how do you make the connection? How do you make the link of, of something digital with something physical? Mm. That's what's called the Oracle problem. Um, so yeah, it has to be NFT. I saw some very interesting project. I'm trying to find it. Well, meanwhile, you can talk, but I can tell you what it is already. Um, they, there's a company who is creating digital um, fashion. They they, they they are a digital fashion company where you can buy with NFT the, uh, their products and then they Photoshop you into their clothes. <laughs> and you are the only one who are allowed, uh, you, who can have this, you know, this dress, for example. Mm. And I, I saw this is, was extremely interesting. Someone bought a dress for $70,000 or even more. And wow, it's 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 no, she's yeah, she's you know, it's it's an Asian woman, and she is the owner of the dress, and she has one photo <laughs> with this. Okay, so it's it's a digital one photo Lady Gaga meat dress, basically. Yes, kind that's, of, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. I think this is it. <laughs> Con- congratulations! You, you, um, can wait you, one can, time. <laughs> you can do so much more with with that amount of money than. I think this is yeah. Panchito asked, yeah, it's the fabricant exactly. Look at this. Sorry, uh, I didn't have time to prepare so that you can see, we can see you while we look at it. But this is the company. You see it, right? Okay, that's the first. Uh, I, I haven't heard about it yet. <laughs> okay, this is yeah, this is the dress, and I don't know where I saw it, but you can buy clothes of them, 
and they will put you into into their stuff and i don't know where what i saw i don't yeah this is the dress yeah that's the one if we check this out it was sold for okay only nine thousand five hundred, but still <laughs> oh, it's still okay. <laughs> it's still super much and this is the new owner see now she has two photos of herself in this dress it's you have to find a new business <laughs> i'm doing i'm doing the wrong job <laughs> it's it, that shows again that the money is is uh is very relative right now is a lot but previously in the podcast we were saying two trillion is peanuts so you know well, yeah. <laughs> it's all relative the, the, well while we're already doing uh, audience questions Pan, uh, panchito also asked uh, he came in a little later and asked if we talked about the uh, energy controver controversy and I said yes but I said if you if we have the time maybe we can recap it real quick for for him so basically can you repeat what you said about um the energy being well maybe I don't know uh, do you understand what I mean Or yeah yeah of course mm. yeah um yeah th there's a lot of controversy at this moment happening on the energy consumption because it 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 it, it uses a lot of energy and it, it does it's the fact it uses a lot of energy um but the point being made is that um it you have to look at what what the sources of that energy are and at this point in time around it's it's a rough estimate 40 percent of the uh, energy comes from renewable renewable energies sources um which makes it very green compared mm -hmm. to other uh asset classes compared to um other countries uh, countries <laughs> countries for example indeed there, there's no country that uses 40 percent renewable energies for it and the 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 um the advantage of of bitcoin mining is miners they have to find the cheapest source of energy because if they just find energy that we are using, for example, here in, 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 in high populated areas, such as Belgium or Germany, um, they, will, they will go out of business because um, the, uh, the, the less they pay for energy, the higher their profit is because of mining new Bitcoins. So, and where, where do you find those, uh, those cheap energy sources? Well, where there's an abundance of energy. Um, for example, um, when you have, for example, an, uh, uh, um, uh, an, uh, a water, um, a waterkrachtcentrale, uh, like an, a hydro power, hi hydro power station, something like that. Yeah, for example, <laughs> like in China, you have a lot of hydro power stations, um, but the the supply of that energy coming from that station is is very high, but the um, the demand is very low. So, what do you do with that ex with that excessive amount of of energy? Um, it's still being produced because there's still uh, water coming from it. It's it's not it's not that you can stop it. So a lot of miners are in that area because you have the, a lot of ex excessive energy, and those um, uh, producers are very happy because now they can uh, get an extra uh, benefit of of selling those energies. Mm. So by Bitcoin mining is like. Um, a, a bio of last resort as a producer you always know oh i have i have some i have an international buyer of my cheap energy um because otherwise what do i have to do with it and that's the same within in, in in iceland where you have hydro um uh um sorry um, uh, um volcanic uh vol like vol uh, global yeah. global heat sources <laughs> yeah, in, indeed like indeed 
Indeed, what, what's happening in Iceland, for example, is um, you have a lot of data centers over there for Facebook and Google, um, because it's also using a lot of energy. They also over, it's also, they are also over there because they, there's cheap energy. So it's not that Bitcoin is stealing energy from 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 areas where we where we live. It's 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 using energy where there's an abundance on on energy, mm. and that is coming mostly of renewables. We still have in Mongolia a lot of coal-based uh, mining, um, but with the uh, banning of China now banning Bitcoin mining, it's a really good thing because a lot of miners are migrating to other places in the world where they have cheaper uh, and, and greener energy. So um, we really see an evolution going on where miners go to more green energy because it's, it's, it's just the cheapest form of energy that they have. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's an... Uh... Yeah, totally makes sense. And also you mentioned that uh, the amount of energy also secures the network so that if someone wants to attack the network, they have to put up the same amount of energy. Yeah. If, if you want to attack the the the, <coughs> um, the, the Bitcoin or, or one or another cryptocurrency, doesn't really matter. Um, you have to attack the network. And by attacking the network, you have to get um, 51% of all the uh, uh, mining equipment to make sure that all your blocks are yours. Because if you have 51% of all the power, you can make sure that on a, on a steady basis, all the most blocks are, are yours. So by doing that, you have to have a lot of energy, a lot of, um, uh, yes, resources available to do that. And for some coins, that's, that's really easy. You have a lot of, um, uh, cryptocurrencies that where you can have like with only already a couple of thousand uh, euros you can already double spend certain transactions that's happened that's happened before for example on verge um it's it's uh, it's a bit uh, 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 uh it's a bit funny uh virtual is also an um and uh, an anonymous coin and a couple of years ago two years ago it was accepted on Pornhub because of course it's a it's anonymous coin the moment the moment <laughs> <Say no more>. <laughs> it, <laughs> the moment it was accepted some users attacked the network because there was a, a cer certainly there was a lot of volume happening and because of there was there wasn't a lot of security a lot of users um uh, mind verged and they 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 they, they, they and they they managed to put a 51% uh, attack on the network. So making sure so that those, a lot of energy is necessary for the security of, uh, of, of Bitcoin or a certain cryptocurrency. And the more you have, the more secure your cryptocurrency. And wanting to have a political neutral currency in the world, which is attacked by governments like, America, like the United States, China, Russia, I don't know, you have to have a very decent uh, uh, currency and which is uh, with a lot of security backed by it. Perfect, okay. thank you. Um, one one other thing, Tom, did you want to say something? No, 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 no. go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one question I also had, I actually have two questions because one thing you mentioned in the beginning where we we, we kind of made our joke, we, we have our own meme coin, it's called the control coin. But <laughs> oh, you, ha you have your own coin. But, we, but, should, but, we, we should make it. It's only exactly. on Twitch for so, now. So it's, at the moment, it's only on Twitch. We can't, it doesn't easy. exist. But apparently, exactly as you said, as, as you Going mentioned. Going to the moon. We, we, we need your help to create this. So what the, I actually wanted to ask this 
afterwards. But first thing, how how you said in five minutes we can create our own you or you created your own coin. How how, how does it work? Um, well, it's a bit technical to explain maybe over the podcast. Okay. Um, but it was based on Ethereum, uh, which where you just have to follow certain rules on it. I think maybe now you already have a website on it. Um, let me just have a quick look. I think this is uh, the, the other thing I wanted to ask. Maybe, uh, are you talking about BitCloud? BitCloud. No, no, no okay, not. okay, okay. <laughs> just, just to be clear, this is going to be a pyramid scheme, guys. So if you want to get into it, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> ev everything is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> In the end. Um, yeah. It, um, Even the shape of the podcast, I mean... It's, it can be more obvious. <laughs> Le Levy is at the top of the pyramid in this case, though. So and we even have the all-seeing eye. <laughs> in oh, yeah, yeah, indeed. indeed, indeed. Oh, we're going to uh, get banned now. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I did it three years ago. I have to look it up how I did it again. It was in a workshop with some other guys. To be honest, I'm not a developer. I'm not that technical on doing that. Um, I have to look it up in my emails how I did it again. But it, I remember it was really easy. It, it really took yeah five or ten minutes, and and that's it. It's like oh. The, Le the Levi coin. So there is a Levi coin. <laughs> okay. okay. It's, it's, it's floating somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's, and how secure is it? That's the question. How much energy do you got on that? <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. 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 Well, and the next question would be exactly BitCloud. Uh, oh, I I think I I even have another question. Uh, okay, let me just take a what, note what real quick. What is BitCloud? You don't know? Ah, okay. <laughs> Good. And that already answers the question. <laughs> It's, it's cloud. Yeah. Yes, it's a social media platform where everyone can have a coin. Basically, they, you know, you, you by registering, you are you become a coin, and people can buy your coin. You can buy your own coin and give yourself more value. And you should show it on the stream, Bello. Okay. You should show uh, your how much are you worth at this point? I I am not worth anything anymore. I I no? dropped I, I dropped low. Wait, Elon Musk is worth one hundred and forty. But it's not it's not really uh, Elon Musk. It's just if you go to profiles like you know yeah they have profiles with a blue tick they are actually verified and people who are pending and I think Elon Musk is also just a profile they've created. Um, just in case he wants to jump on board. And I think um, my profile was quite worthful at a time. I was worth $20, but I dropped. Uh, yeah. You should sell it. Yeah. Sell yeah. it at the peak. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the thing. That's the only thing. You can, you can put money into it, right? So you can oh. buy these BitCloud coins and you can buy your own profiles coins. So I make a profile. I'm Tom, uh, Tom C., and um, you can buy my Tom C coin with BitCloud coin, right? But you, and you can sell it again for BitCloud coin as well. But the problem is you can't sell BitCloud coin for fiat so, so, or for any other crypto. You can't get you, it out you, anymore. So You lost me already with the BitCloud. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it looks like a complete uh, Ponzi or something. Yeah, I don't it, know. Is. yeah it is. <laughs> It, but it, it, is. It's, it's, it seems fun. Yeah. You have a lot of those projects. I, I, this is I Tom C, funny. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun, those things. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had one more question written down in, in advance, uh, and it's probably also quite, 
quite a, a question that could have a lot of answers. Um, but what are some of the biggest flaws that you currently see maybe in Bitcoin? Let's keep it on Bitcoin. Is there any anything where you're like, okay, that's a real problem with Bitcoin that we're going to probably have to face in the future? Um, well, the... It's it's it, it all has its advantages and disadvantages. Uh, one one big issue I see, for example, is um, is the how difficult it is for uh, improving the system by upgrading it for new for new uh, for new updates. Uh, for example, at this point in time, we are doing uh, Bitcoin is doing a very important upgrade, which is called Taproot. It makes sure that you have a lot more flexibility and a lot more privacy on the network. Um, a lot of miners don't want to include it because, of course, they are being pushed by regulators to to not go too far into privacy. Um, so, so I, I see that as an issue. Um, also, Bitcoin is not really private. Um, at some point in time, that can be may maybe becoming um, uh, also an issue if. Uh, yeah, for big amounts, uh, like for example, now you can perfectly see how much money Tesla has. Um, yeah. well, there's a public listed company, of course, you, you always know how much they have because they have to um, address it. But for other companies that are not public listed or even your neighbor, you can then see, oh, he has, if, if you know his Bitcoin addresses, you can definitely see, oh, he has that many Bitcoins. Um, or if you do like a certain transaction or like a certain contract on the platform, it's it's really visible like all these things happening. So like the privacy and the lack of ability to upgrade to more privacy focused features is I guess one of those mm -hmm. um, things I would like to see more improved uh, over time. Um, it's promising. We will there. There's definitely people working on it. Um, if it's being activated and they, we, we get a consensus that everybody is uh, wanting it and, and, and get it into Bitcoin, well, time will it's tell. A challenge. Um, yeah. Indeed, indeed. So, so I think you also talked about Taproot. Um, what is Who launches something like this? If you're, Can anyone be like, okay, I want to launch an update to Bitcoin or is it the original creator? Or, or how, how is that? <laughs> because nobody well, knows who it is. So who, who launches these upgrades? Well, it's not it's not uh, it's not one person. It's 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 on GitHub. Uh, it's just a project that everybody can okay. access. You can you can uh, propose certain things um, and uh, and then uh, and then see um, and then and then it gets uh, approved uh, by the network or not. Um, if for example, a, 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 we have an, um, a, a Belgium guy, a very a very important core developer in Bitcoin, is a Belgium guy, Peter Werle. He lives in Silicon Valley. Um, and he is he's one of the uh, big contributors to, to Taproot, for example. Um, but of course, he's not the uh, the main guy. It's mm. it's he can propose certain things, and a lot of people can help with him. But then it needs to be pushed through the network, and all the miners and all the nodes have to really accept again. consensus accept again. Ah. Again, that consensus. So. <laughs> Everybody can create things, and it's not because we don't. Satoshi Nakamoto, I don't think he's he's even active anymore. Maybe he even died. I don't know. Um, so everybody can create things, but it just it has to be approved mm. by the entire network, and that's where the challenge is. Is, is there a percentage of 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 people or of of nodes, I guess you could call it, that have to accept a change, or is it more than half, or is it hundred yeah. percent, or would you, when would you say an, an, um, 
you know, an upgrade would be when from what which point is there a consensus from which percentage of of a people of, or nodes? Well, with 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 Taproot, uh, it's now around ninety five percent that we need ah, of, yeah, the, okay. of the of the miners signaling it. So miners really can signal it and say, hey, at that point in time, like a couple of blocks from here, we will say we all include it in our blocks. This kind of thing. So okay. um, at this point in time, we need ninety five percent, and and it should look like it's it's happening. Um, but it depends uh, also from so like you have like you have certain kinds of upgrades, but this is very technical. Uh, where like certain upgrades needs to be activated, like taproot. But you can also have upgrades where certain users can say, "Oh, I want it," but other users say, "I oh, we don't want it," and it's still okay. So you have okay. like soft forks and hard forks. That's what mm -hmm. it's called. Mm -hmm. um, so you have certain kinds of, of upgrades on on that. Okay. Um, Super interesting. Thank you, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Levi, for uh, for being with us today. I think we've run out of questions for now, uh, <laughs> but it was already really interesting. I learned uh, a lot, so even about the, the most basic, you know, uh, things about Bitcoin. So, so thank you so much for your fascinating uh, explanation here tonight. No problem. Thanks very much for the questions. Um, I think I think we we talked a little bit a lot on the technical part, uh, stuff on it uh, part of it, uh, and not a lot on the economic part of it. So I think <laughs> there's still maybe some room from the economic stuff of it because that's really like the why of Bitcoin. Um, so uh, so I think uh, yeah, um, uh, it's 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 definitely a very interesting topic. Uh, I would definitely encourage <laughs> everybody to really take a deep dive and and really go into the rabbit hole of bitcoin and 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 really see what is happening and then make your conclusions out of it and then say okay i want to invest whether or not um but taking those that dive is is, is in my opinion very important to know what you invest in so thank you for for hosting this and 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 inviting mm -hmm. me on this platform so i can uh, uh share a little bit knowledge on that uh, sure definitely if, uh, if, if you I'm, still have uh, some a little bit of time i don't know if you do yeah. Uh, maybe you can share a little bit about the the economic side of things because that's that's <laughs> just that's just a, a side that I that I'm just not really aware of. Because, or maybe we can uh, we, you can point people to some resources or something like that. We can do we can do a if you have time we can talk about it or b we can schedule another time we we, we could have you again. Um, I don't know about this or you can also point us if you if you had um, enough. Yeah, maybe I can uh, like make it very uh, brief because uh, it's already maybe a long yeah. podcast <laughs> at sure. this point in time. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, like the economic side of, of, of Bitcoin, that's like the whole purpose of, of why it was invented. And, and like one of the quotes of Satoshi Nakamoto was also like the enormous trust we have to give banks uh, in order to, 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 to hold our money. And um, he, he mentioned that like, okay, we have to trust the banks, but those banks, they really lend out our money in, in really large amounts of, of credit bubbles, we, we call it. Um, and that's something that was Bitcoin invented, like giving people really, again, the power of holding their own money. If you have Bitcoins on your wallet, those are really your Bitcoins. Nobody can take them away from you. Nobody can lend them out uh, to somebody else. Uh, to, to which definitely create like the whole current system at this point in time, which we have like, which is called fractional reserve banking, where like a bank only holds 10% of your money and the other 90% you deposit on the bank, they just lend it out again. Right. So you get mm -hmm. a lot of money into the system, which is, um, 
which is just floating because if everybody withdraws its money from the bank, they don't have it because that's just how a bank bank works. Um, that's like one part of it. And then, uh, of course, this creates also inflation and this has all other problems with it. If, if, if people default on their, and their loans and so, certain things. Um, the other thing, of course, is, is that um, uh, the monetary system right now is really um, uh, controlled by yeah, central banks. They really say, okay, uh, they, they, we all look at them and, and, and wonder what kind of inflation of, of interest rates will we have now? And we, we don't really know, we can't really say it in a couple of months and a couple of years what the interest rate will be and what the the, the inflation will be uh for us and um that's something that bitcoin also um tries to solve and 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 has solved um to create really that um uh transparency and predictability of how many new coins will be into circulation and uh, that's something I, I'm, I'm very, as a, because I studied economics, something I really um, uh, uh, I'm a fan of. Uh, like I'm also a big fan of gold, of course. Um, to have as a user or as a, as a citizen to know like, can, to know that my money can be devalued. Because to give you an example, 25% uh, uh, of all the money in circulation is printed last year. So true, true Corona. So 25%, so that's okay. a staggering an amount massive, of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's massive, that's that's really mind blowing. That's the reason that a lot of institutions, like I like mentioned on the melting ice cube that I said, that's, a, that's the reason why a lot of institutions are going to Bitcoin and gold and the stock market. And that's the reason why we see all those bubbles coming up. We see house prices popping up. We see mm -hmm. stock market going up. We see yeah. gold going up, Bitcoin going up. That's because all that money they need to find a store of value. They, they, they can't leave it on their bank account. So a lot of individuals, uh, big institutions, they have to put it somewhere. And there's really a need for store value in this world. Uh, and Bitcoin is, in my opinion, a very good store of value because it's there's nothing scarcer than Bitcoin. Call me one thing that is absolute scarce, apart from like a Picasso or I don't know something, but even if in, in a digital world, Call me something that is scarce. It it, it isn't NFT? really. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no? No? The, we all the contra coin. <laughs> we all put it in an NFT. <laughs> yeah, but Do it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Like yeah. gold, gold. They they might find a new a new gold source at some point, maybe from asteroid mining or things like that. Even like gold Musk, isn't. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Even gold isn't isn't entirely stable. So, yeah, that's, that's an excellent point, and it's. It's it's not it's not regulated and it's the the system inherently is scarce like that so uh, we know that it's scarce for sure and there's not many other assets in the world that that are like that um, so mm -hmm. yeah that's what that's what attracts a lot of investors to it including myself to know um, even if it's volatile I know it's 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 it can be devalued it just the 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 uh, the result of supply and demand and if the fundamentals are great and there aren't any big bucks into the system well i'm pretty sure the 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 demand will rise for it because um if if just governments can print loads amount of money 
we will see inflation happening and we already see it we see prices at the at the, at the, at the grocery store we see them increasing we see house prices increasing we see everything increasing the, the other thing the only thing that isn't increasing is oil and that's why that's the reason why inflation is so low low because oil is included into the inflation index but apart from that everything is increasing very rapidly um and and that's something that definitely um yeah scares me a bit um because uh yeah then you get um a lot of people getting angry it, it's 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 uh um yeah we, we have seen it in the past social right? unrest like, is rising social for exactly what we've mm. seen like in after the first world war with in germany where, where you have the german <laughs> mark uh that gets into hyperinflation um I don't I don't think we will ha see those things happening, but um, the, the amounts of, of debt that governments have and the amounts of money that is being printed, well, we should put some question marks uh, behind it. And, and, and I, I Murphy's think it's law something in full effect. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. And yeah, so. So yeah, that's a little bit apart on the economic. Uh, yeah, okay, but that, that's it. it's just because I'm I'm not so well versed in in the economic parts. That's I guess why I didn't have so many questions about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, it's it's a very essential part of of uh, of the equation here. <laughs> so yeah, definitely, definitely, super interesting. I I learned quite a lot from you, Levi, today. Thank you so much for your time, uh, for for being here. Uh, for being with us and talking to us about about the wonderful world of cryptocurrency and it really you know i think the message of of this 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 final part is that it's really you know the people's money in many ways it's it's people taking control back of their money and what your bitcoin that you have on the address is really in your wallet and it's not it's not somewhere floating and not somebody else is spending it for you so yeah it's just that's a very essential essential part of uh of it so mm -hmm. yeah Thank you very much for uh, for being here today, Levi. I really appreciate uh, you being here quite a lot. Yeah, it was I, amazing. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I really, yeah, very thanks. It was a, a very pleasant uh, conversation. I, I really enjoyed it. So thanks for inviting me again. Yeah, Definitely yeah, our best definitely. episode yet, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> Yeah, we we don't right. want to discriminate. I mean, all, all our episodes are great, but it was really for, for it was me, really worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's like cho choosing yeah. between your children. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but thank you very much. And I I would really like to talk to you again if you if you up for it. If we have more time on a different time, um, uh, different date and everything, maybe we can prepare even the economic questions a little better and everything. But yeah. Well, yeah, you have my. You, you just let it know, and then uh, we, we pick a time uh, to do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Amazing. Thank you very much, Levi. Uh, thank you very much, Bello, also for being here. Of course. I uh, appreciate you, it as always. And uh, we'll see you later, guys. Thank you also, nice. the viewers, of course, for asking the questions in the chat and for being here. And uh, obviously, everything will be up on YouTube later on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts for the audio versions. And. Um, You'll find us there. You know where to find us, and we'll see you next time. All right. Bello, Bye -bye. Tom, thanks. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.